0: Welcome back to the Max Performance Podcast with me, Max, and this is episode 2, so likely still extremely low on listeners. This episode, though, we will be looking, I'll be talking about exercise as a punishment, why that is one of the worst things you can possibly do surrounding exercise. So start off by looking back at your school days. A couple of memories probably stick out, and this is with regards to your PE lessons or sport. And it's likely exercise being used as a punishment. If someone's shouting at you to drop and do some push-ups because you dropped the ball or made some other mistake, or a few people talking out of line and the coach just stopped the session and shouted at you all to run around the post and back or to the tree and back, whatever it is, exercise is being used as a punishment there. Now, in a moment, this may seem easy. It gives a chance to reset, coach can gather their thoughts, the kids are punished, they come back, hopefully they learn their lesson not to talk next time. What's really going on here, though, is that the kids are learning to associate exercise with punishment. Now, whether it's a hard punishment or not, that's the association that's been formed. Consciously, subconsciously, it, it really doesn't matter. We can get into that. But we don't want it to be punishment. Because what the ultimate goal should be, because it's not about winning, some people might have that idea of, yeah, I need to win. It's the under 12 Cs. Did they really need to win? Are we trying to instill lifelong habits here, a lifelong love of physical movement, physical training, wanting to participate in different sports, we exposing them to different sports, or for the sake of some short-term wins, or control of their attention, or if it's in in the gym or a more physical setting, are we forcing them to do things and adding these extra punishments to get short-term gains in strength or fitness? at the expense of this long-term love of training. Having a lifelong love of it is key, and it has to start young. I mean, if if you don't have it young, it's fine. So I say it has, it can be learned older, but it's so hard. And that's why most people we see, you've got an increasingly sedentary population, adult population, uh, obesity going up, all these other markers to do with it going up, all sorts of problems. If it started young, when kids are naturally active, they want to do things, they kept that love through enthusiasm and the, the coaching, teaching that they're receiving. So the enthusiasm of the coaches. And they kept that. And that just went through to when they're after school, perhaps university, into adulthood. And it just becomes the norm for them. Then it'd be in a great place. Rather than have to fight that battle of eventually you know, having a near, uh, like a close scare with health or something like that, that gets them attempting to do something, maybe they're doing a couch to 5k and they stop it and they try again and again. It can take people years and years to to really get into their habits again when they're older. So instill that love when they're young and you're setting them up for, a, for success long term and a healthier life. Now that's that's a little bit of a rant, so what else can you do? Because it, the kids are clearly doing something that you think, oh I need to punish them here. So let's say they're just not listening to you. You gather them in to go through instructions of the next drill in rugby and they're just they're chatting and chatting. They know they shouldn't. Some might tell each other to, to be quiet, hopefully in quiet, quite nice language, but they're not listening to you and it happens time and time again. The easiest thing to do is run around the post them back for that reset. So they come back out of breath, know they've been punished and they listen. But what can you do instead? There's a few ideas here. And, once again, I'll stress, these aren't the views of my, my employees. These, these are my own views and what I do with my own, my own company, Max Performance. Feel free to head to max uk for a look at the website and what else I do. Uh, but, for example, you've you got to think, well, punishments should be, if you are going the punishment route, taking something away. So, why are they there? Well, they want to have fun. They want to play games, etc. Well, if they're not behaving, which is detracting from the whole group, can you just sit them aside for a little bit? That that could literally be as short as ten seconds, like take a knee for ten seconds, and that gets into reset. goal. I've, I'm, I'm missing out in the game here because of that. It's no big deal, but it gets in in the grand scheme of things. But it can get them back on track. Same way as you know, if if you're playing touch rugby and someone's done the fence, like a deliberate knock on, well, you're not really going to yell a card them, are you? But if they just drop to knee for ten seconds punishment enough, they know it's wrong, it's just training, and then they're back in it. There's no harm done, but they learn a lesson. So that's one way of doing it. In fact, here's a good place to say, if, if anyone has ideas of what would be good, so what do they do instead of using exercise as a punishment? Please just at Max roger 7 on Instagram, just DM me or email me, Max, at max-performance.co.uk I'd love to hear more ideas or chat about it and get more ideas myself. Now, taking a step back from it and from the punishment, you think, why is that behavior happening in the first place? This isn't necessarily a quick fix. Let's say you've got a group of kids talking. Do they know the expectations at the start? Have you gone over them at the start of the season? Do you keep revisiting them? You know, Maybe you know, if you're in a classroom setting or, say, it's a gym and you're doing some athletic development sessions, are they written on the wall? So you can constantly refer to them and reinforce them. Where have they come from? Do the the kids even agree with them? Do they understand them and respect them? If they were part of the process of making them, that's much better. There's more buy-in there and it's easier to enforce them because they helped to come up with them. And this has got to be more than just banding around words. Like, a lot of teams will have something like respect. But what does that mean? What does it really mean to the kids in that team and to you? For example, it could include respecting your teammates. And a part of it respect, and you'd have to dig into this with them so they understand. Part of that is listening to each other and listen to you. And you listen to them. So it goes both ways. People aren't talking to each other. When you talk, they're listening. When someone else is talking, because they answered a question, everyone else is listening. And then over time, you just keep reinforcing this. When it's happening well, you, you can even stop things, go, Well, you've done really well there is so you have been listening, well done. You know, young grage, so you really enforce it. it, can, it sounds really simple. But that's how you help to, to build that habit with them that they're going to follow those expectations that uh, you as a group have set. So another altern- alternative here is to just reframe the whole thing. Instead of looking for punishments, can you reward the good behavior? Now, that works differently at different levels, different people. Some are more motivated by a fear of failure, etc. Some chasing the success. Um, you can look into it a lot more, but certainly it's worth going for as much as you can. Actually, can you reward the good behavior as much as possible so they want to get that more rather than avoiding the bad behavior? So examples of this, by the way, if you hear the crackling in the background, yeah, there's cooking going on. So it happens when pretty much every room is the same room where you live. Um, example I said, you stop in a session to make a, a remark about one kid who's, who's listening really well or whatever the value is. You know, Bring it back to those values that you have or those expectations which should reflect them and reward it as well. So whatever your reward system is, use it. Use it frequently and don't be afraid to actually stop the session to do it. It only works if it's in front of all the others because that's how they learn what is being awarded, what is good behavior. If you just do it in private or do it afterwards, no one knows. And it's, it, it's almost meaningless. So make sure you do it in front of the whole group. Stop the session, bring them in, go for it. That'll pay dividends rather than sacrificing that moment where you know, call it a teaching moment if you want. But rather than sacrificing that moment just so you can do more of your session and get more fitness out of them or play an extra few phases for the flow of the game. No, the main thing you're trying to do here is get them having that lifelong love and part of that is making sure they are falling expectations because that's for the greater good long term. You gotta think long term here, not just the individual session. Anyway, so that's just a little a little introduction, if you will, to not using exercise as a punishment. Hopefully you understand why it's so important to do it in life, you know, instill that love of it. I mean, this is without going into the science behind things and all the studies and Everything that's linked to how good exercise is for us—it's it, still massively undervalued. Even with the studies out there, people don't realise how important exercise is. And it doesn't have to be standard exercise in the gym, or else well, you can learn a lot of things that help you elsewhere and improve your sport and performance too. But anything—it it, it can be long walks, or like short brisk ones. That's, that's, this is really low-level stuff. As you're getting older, are you able to actually move safely around the grounds? All that sort of stuff, but thinking, you know, are you playing a sport? Are you doing a team sport? Are you able to just go to the beach and run around and do stuff? Can you muck around with your kids? Whatever it is. could be organised sports. Maybe you are going to professional levels. There's so much to it. It's all the same thing. It's just a love of physical movement, which will change over your lifetime from sport to sport, etc. But the important thing is that you do love it for your lifetime. So that's it. Just about 10 minutes again. So thanks for listening, and hopefully you can um, pass this on to someone else so we get more people listening, just trying to help more people make kids sport nice better.